Welcome back to our podcast, Putnam County. This is First Steps being brought to you through Pathways Counseling Center in Ottawa, Ohio. So, Chelsea, the whole world right now is kind of dealing with this whole crisis of the coronavirus. And everybody is on some level or another being impacted. And I know your life is too. So what's going on in your life to make all these changes? So I do have a seven-year-old daughter um, that I'm currently homeschooling now due to the coronavirus. So, you know, it's kind of interesting learning how to juggle a career coming home and how I learn how to homeschool a child. Now that sounds like it would be pretty tough because you are a pretty amazing mental health specialist. But now you also have to be, what, a first grade teacher? Yes, essentially. Wow, that's a lot for you to juggle. So how are you coping with that? Um, and you know what? I think it's a norm now that most parents are learning how to juggle, wear um, dual hats now. <clears throat> so what I'm doing for coping skills-wise is I'm making sure that even though the gyms are closed, I do incorporate a gym regime. And um, if that means YouTubing workout videos, that's what me and my daughter have even been. And I've been just been trying to be a good role model for her as well. That's really awesome. So that's great. Thank you. Shelly, so how are you coping with this COVID-19? Well, I am, I'm kind of lucky in the sense that I don't have a child that I have to homeschool. So I'm very thankful for that. Um, my big coping skill right now has been doing this mad, crazy German cleaning in my house every day. Like getting out the Clorox and just going to town to kill any germs that I think might be lingering around, even if they're not. Otherwise, my life has been pretty pretty similar except the social isolation. I'm telling mm. you, I am an extrovert. I do not belong alone without people around. See, I'm the opposite. This is this is my norm for me. I'm being introverted. Wow, I, I just couldn't <laughs> even understand how that would work for people. <laughs> but that's why we're all different, right? Exactly. All right, so Chelsea and I, knowing <laughs> that we are going through this coronavirus and our own struggles, we know everybody else is going through their struggles as well. So we hopped on the um, Center for Disease Control's website, and we got a ton of good information on how to get through this virus as far as your mental health is concerned. So Chelsea, you kind of specialize working with children. Why don't you go through some tips on how parents can help children cope through all of this? Sure thing. So helping kids understand the virus. Tip number one, take time to talk with your child or teen about the COVID-19 outbreak. Answer questions and share facts about COVID-19 in a way that your child or teen can understand. Give time for them to share their own feelings about COVID-19 while you listen empathetically when they share their feelings. Tip number two, reassure your child or teen that they are safe. Let them, let them know that it is okay if they feel upset. Share with them how you deal with your own stress so they can learn how to cope from you. Tip number three. Limit your family's exposure to news coverage of the event, including social media. Children may misinterpret what they hear and can be frightened about something they do not understand. Tip number four, try to maintain regular routines. If schools are closed, create a schedule for learning, activities, relaxation time, and fun activities. Tip number five, be a role model. Take breaks, get plenty of sleep, exercise, and eat well. Connect with your friends and family. Um, and a little tidbit I learned from a mother in Italy is that, you know, you may have some meals that you've always wanted to make and maybe not enough time to make them because they're so time consuming. So take that time now, right? You guys are locked up in a home together. Make the best of it. If this means making a meal you've always wanted to make together, do it. Um, along the way, you can show your child a new skill like how to cook. 
So I think it's a win-win situation. Hey, that's really great, Chelsea. Thank you for all that information. You're welcome. Now I'm going to kind of go through some some um, tips on how for adults to be. I'm going to go through some tips for adults and how they can cope through the stress. Now, kind of remember, if you're an adult and you are really stressed out, your child is going to be stressed out by proxy. Mm -hmm. So the first tip is to take breaks. That means taking break from watching any news that you can about the coronavirus. Yes, we need to be informed. That has to happen. But we don't need to be informed 24 hours a day, seven days a week. All right, so I have some tips here on how to help your mental health as an adult. Now, kind of remember, if you're an adult and you are stressed out and, and you're in crisis mode and you're not being calm, it's very hard for your child to be calm and be able to work through this. So the first tip I have is to take breaks from watching, reading, or listening to the news stories. Yes, we need to be informed on what's going on in our world. We can't be uninformed at this point. But we also can't get ourselves so informed that we go crazy and we start to question, we start to wonder, and then we start to invent rumors in our own minds. So taking a break from that, from social media especially, is a really good idea. Um, tip number two, take good care of your physical body. This means like taking deep breaths, stretching, meditating, eating healthy, well-balanced meals. I know at this time it's going to be really easy to go to that pantry and grab all the junk food and just keep eating throughout the day. One, because it's accessible. Two, because you got nothing better to do. And three, because let's face it, we are all stress eating right now. But we need to try not to do that so our physical body will remain healthy so we can fight off the virus, but also so we can keep our mental health. Exercise regularly. Chelsea was talking about exercising with her daughter in the living room. That is a great way of getting through all of this stress. Taking a walk. We are isolated socially, but we're not isolated to the point where we can't step outside our home. So taking a walk is a great idea. Get plenty of sleep. I know our sleep schedules right now may not be what we're used to. If we don't have to get up and be at school at a certain time, it's really hard to wake up to get to do that homework and to do that homeschooling right now. But we've got to maintain those regular routines as much as we possibly can. Get up at a decent hour, go to bed at a decent hour, and keep a steady schedule. Finally, avoid alcohol and drugs. Now, I know there have been a lot of memes right now about moms being the drinking teacher and being sent to the principal's office because they brought alcohol to school. Those are hilarious. I'm not going to lie. Those are really funny. But it really isn't a good idea to dive into alcohol and drugs at this time. It will make any mental health symptoms you have worse. And if you are already prone to substance use, that could trigger any kind of abuse into your life. And you don't, you really don't want to do that. So tip number three, make time to unwind. At this point, we all still have to live our lives. We have our jobs, whether we're doing them remotely from home or we're still going to our physical workplaces. We're still working and work is a lot more stressful under this crisis. Many people, like Chelsea said, they're homeschooling their children. That's taken a toll on you as well, and that's work that has to be done. But that doesn't mean we can't do activities that we enjoy. So taking those walks, reading books, playing video games, crocheting, any activity that you enjoy just for the pure joy of doing it, make sure you find time in your schedule to be able to add that in. And last one, it seems counterintuitive to my first point, but you got to connect with others. We have social media. We have 
We have telemessaging, we have text messaging, we have email, we have all kinds of ways of staying in contact with people without actually physically being in contact with people. So if, if you choose not to talk with one another, that's going to make you feel lonely and isolated and that's going to lead to depression. That can lead to anxiety. We don't want to have that happen. So connect. Reach out to someone you haven't talked to in a couple of days. See how they're doing. Um, you're having a bad day. Reach out and talk to them and say, look, today was tough. Here's what happened and here's why. And talk that out. Isolation is the worst thing you can do, even if social distancing is the best thing to do. Thank you, Shelly, for that. So I wanted to end this podcast um, to find you some important contact information, okay? So we have the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration Disaster Distress Helpline, that's a mouthful, mm-hmm. at 1-800-985-5990. Again, that number is 1-800-985-5990. Or you have the text option, you can text Talk With Us to 66749. Again, text Talk With Us to 66749. Another option is the crisis text line at 741-741. Again, that's 741-741. You can also reach us at Pathways um, at 419-523-4300. I did want to mention that even if we run into our offices closing, you can still contact that number and reach a counselor. So again, that number is 419-523-4300. And lastly, we have Coleman's of Allen County's number, and that is 1-800-567-4673. Again, 1-800-567-4673. Hello, Putnam County. This is Gerald Delgado, and this is my Case Manager's Corner. One of many things I do at Pathways is case management. And the thing I do is help clients navigate and find resources out there in the community. One of the things I have come across, especially during this hard time, is a food distribution sponsored by Knapsack Incorporated and the Lipset Community Center. When will this be? It will be on Wednesday, April the 8th at the Putnam County Educational Service Center, 124 Putnam Parkway, Ottawa. Time, 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Qualifications to receive food. You must be 18 years of age or older have a valid photo ID and proof of Putnam County residence. Be at or below 200% of the federal poverty guidelines. Self-declare eligibility to take food home open to all Putnam County residents. And that is it from Case Manager's Corner. Back to you, Shelly and Chelsea. Thank you, Putnam County. We will see you for episode three.